You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode five, all about Imbolc. Yay! Holiday! I know. We're super excited for this one because it is our first holiday one of the year. Um, Obviously, there will be eight of them, but this is the first one that's coming up in the calendar year of 2020. So we're very excited to record. (laughs) Yes. So if it is... I say obviously there's going to be eight, but if it's not obvious to you, let us explain why that is, starting with this concept of the Wheel of the Year. So the Wheel of the Year is the annual cycle of seasonal festivals that are celebrated by pagans based on solstices, well, that's a hard word, solstices, (laughs) equinoxes, Mm -hmm. and the midpoints between them. So there are eight, and in order of what's considered the new year for witches, they are Samhain, Yule, Imbolc, which is what we're talking about today, Ostara, Beltane, Letha, Lamas, which is also known as Lunasa, and Mavon. And in Wicca, these are also called Sabbaths. Correct. <laughs> I was like, working on those nuts there. I just call them <laughs> holidays, but Sabbaths works too. <laughs> you can also but just call the- them holidays. <laughs> Yes, these are celebrated outside of Wicca. It's just that Wicca has their own term for them. So when you hear somebody calling one of these eight celebrations a Sabbath instead of a holiday, it usually is a good indication that they are Wicca. Yes, that is an excellent indication. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's jump into talking about what Imbolc is. It is one of the four main festivals and one of the four main fire festivals in Celtic paganism. And it's also known as Candlemas in Christianity. And Mm -hmm. it always falls on either the 1st or 2nd of February in the Northern Hemisphere and either the 1st or 2nd of August in the Southern Hemisphere. Correct. It's very specific because it's always right in the middle of the winter solstice and the spring solstice. I'm really struggling with that word today. (laughs) Uh, And it obviously coincides with Groundhog Day. It's also considered the... Festival of the goddess Bridget, also known as Saint Bridget within Christianity. She's found in many other traditions as well. She's one of the most celebrated deities in the world. Yes. And she is the patron of many things, but as it relates to this particular holiday, it's just important to know that she's associated with the hearth and home and new beginnings, fertility and abundance. Yes. So Imbolc is all about letting go of the past and looking forward to the future because it's the point where you're no longer in the depths of winter and can start looking forward towards spring, which... I know, like, we are Midwestern girls on February 1st. We know that it does not seem like we are anywhere near looking forward to spring, but that is is what this holiday says that we are. (laughs) (laughs) It's around the corner, maybe far, far around the corner, but it's there. (laughs) We swear it's coming. So uh, something that we are going to talk about in all of our holiday related episodes is to let you know what the correspondences are for each holiday and these are just things that are associated with the holiday and the reason we like to let you know them is because these are really easy ways to incorporate something holiday related into your practice whether that's 
using them, decorating your altar with them, spells with them. So the first one I'm going to talk about is colors, which Tara and I both love, but Tara yes. is the rainbow queen over there. So she I loves colors. all the colors <laughs> of the holidays. So this one is, unlike the other holidays, the colors vary widely for in bulk. Yes. Depending on how you choose to celebrate. So you can either choose to celebrate the this idea of new beginnings, which would make the colors white, pale green, pale purple, pale yellow. But if you work with the fire energy of this holiday, as the Celtic tradition says, then the colors are fire colors, obviously, like yellow, orange, and red. Yes. The animals associated with Imbolc are lambs, deers, robins, groundhogs, and other burrowing and hibernating animals like badgers and bears. <laughs> the crystals that are good to work with, again, are either associated with the new beginnings or the fire energy, and you can tell which is which just based on the colors. And those are citrine, sunstone, amethyst, amazonite, turquoise, ruby, and garnet. The herbs often used are coltsfoot, bay, basil, ginger, and heather. The flowers and trees that are most often worked with are willow, rowan, and daffodils. Foods. Let's, let's talk about this. We are obviously going to tell you which foods are associated. Foods and drinks. Are it's very important. With every holiday. Yeah, yeah, very important to both of us. We love our food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love our food. Lots and lots and lots of food. <laughs> so in bulk foods are dairy, seeds, nuts, breads, oats, garlic, onion, spiced wine, and herbal tea. The incense and oils are myrrh, cinnamon, rosemary, frankincense, and again, bay and basil. And the spells that are a are associated with in bulk, good time to practice any of these, are abundance, prosperity, fertility, and romance. Yes. <laughs> so the actual fun part of this is how can you celebrate? Because <laughs> that is our favorite part of all of these yes. holidays. Always, always, always celebrate. <laughs> uh, so the easiest one to do is just wearing the colors. And that's probably Tara's go-to all of the time. Because I don't have a um, as colorful wardrobe as she does. She has every color. I have all the colors. Um, Except I... one. What, what don't you like? What color don't I like? Orange. Orange, yes. She does not like to wear orange. <laughs> no. It's weird. And it's a weird color. And some people look good in it. And I am not one of them. And I don't want to fight it. So I don't. I don't have orange. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually one of those people that does look good in orange. So I do yeah. have orange. I don't have um, orange. But yeah, so wearing the colors is a great way to celebrate the day and just make it intentional for you. It's especially good if your friends and family don't know that you are a practicing witch that is called in the broom closet. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the phrase that is often used for when those around you don't know you haven't come out of the broom closet yet. That's yes. We did not invent that. That is just. No, that's like a phrase. Yeah. (laughs) We are not Uh, that clever. I promise. We're really not. (laughs) Um, So yes, if you are in the broom closet, then the easiest way to celebrate is to wear the colors because nobody will have any idea why you're wearing those colors. Only you. Yeah. The other thing, another thing you can do is to, if you have one, decorate your altar. A lot of witches and pagans have uh, altars set up, which is common in Christianity too, just to display things that are related to your beliefs. Mm -hmm. I do not personally have an altar because I'm a minimalist. I just don't want to. (laughs) 
I don't have an altar because I don't have a good plate uh, space where I'm currently living to have it on display where I wouldn't bump into it all the time or my dog wouldn't get into it. So that is why I don't have an altar because <laughs> Bo would eat things, all the things. Yes. I, I, don't think, I don't know if Hawkeye would eat anything on my altar. I mean, people do put food out, like actual food as, yes. as offerings on their altar. I do. So she would probably touch that, but otherwise she would leave it alone. But I just, I'm too minimalist for it. But yeah, if, I used to have blessed water out in a little cauldron and some berries and things and he tried to eat them. So <laughs> no more altar for a while. <laughs> uh, but there are lots of examples on Instagram if you search for it and you just want to get an idea of how to decorate your altar. And you can just put a cloth down that's the color of the season. Um, you can display, you know, the daffodils or the flower of the season, um, put out any of the crystals that we talked about. So that's a really good way to celebrate. And if, if you do have one, that's a fun way to celebrate each holiday is to make it a point to switch your altar over eight times a year. It's a fun yes. thing. <laughs> I used to do that when I had an altar. <laughs> uh, another thing that is common is to make a Bridget cross or a Bridget doll to represent the goddess. And these are just woven out of reeds or straw mm-hmm. or um, corn husks. If you look Something them up, you will know. Yes. Every, everybody has seen them for yeah. sure. I guarantee you've seen them in passing, if, even if you didn't know what they were. Yes. Uh, another fun thing to do is to, um, well, okay. I say fun thing because this is really fun for me, but it might be the only one. So Tara, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think a super fun thing to do is spring clean. <laughs> so actually, this is um, after the sun sets, I do certain things. And then one the sun rises the next day and it's officially spring. That's when I spring clean. <laughs> I don't do it as part of the holiday, but the holiday kind of kicks off my spring cleaning, if that makes sense. <laughs> I, I mean, I love having a clean home and I, I think spring cleaning is great, but that's really likely where this idea of spring cleaning came from is from this holiday because this holiday is all about new beginnings, yes. clean starts, fresh starts. Yep. Leaving behind Anything that's in the past and making room for what's new, cleaning out. So it's a great time for spring cleaning, doing a home cleanse, all of those things. And it's also a really good time then to set new intentions, which I particularly enjoy about this holiday because, you know, we always use January 1st as this new year date that we set all of these resolutions and things we're going to do for the year. And then... January is like a kind of hard month to implement a lot of those things. So by the end of January, people fail. So I really like that this is associated with this particular holiday on February 1st or 2nd, that you can set all these new intentions. So you can either rework whatever you said on January 1st or pick it up again, start over or pick something completely new. It's a very good time to do that as well. Yes. Uh, Another maybe fun thing for people is to go out in nature. Um, nature walks are kind of common around this time because you can actually start to see teeny tiny things <laughs> growing as long as the snow is melting where you are. Um, and it's a good time to plant seeds. If it's particularly freezing where you are, then you would need to do it inside. Um, but this is herb planting season. Yes. If you're going to have like a kitchen herb garden inside, this is right when you want to start planting to really um, start those seeds strong. But again, you have to do it inside. Yes. At least for you, I've never yeah, been able to plan outside on, January, or on February 2nd. If you're a little more south than Tara and I in the 
Midwestern United States, then you might get away with putting them outside. Not in Iowa or Illinois, though. Not no. generally. <laughs> just going to kill them. So let's yeah. not do that. Yeah. Another fun way to celebrate every holiday um, is to do a divination. So there are a lot of different ways you can do divination, which we will talk about in future podcast episodes. There are tarot cards and scrying and pendulums and runes, all kinds of ways that you can do divination. And that's really where you're just asking the universe kind of what's coming coming for you in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of people, Samhain, which is Halloween, um, is considered the witch's new year. And a lot of people will do a divination to see the entire year. Yeah. But that can be kind of overwhelming. So if, especially if you are new, a nice way to do it is from one Sabbath to the next. So just from in bulk to the next one, which is coming up, which is Ostara, which is around Easter time. Um, So it's a good way to just look at those couple of weeks and see what is coming for you, what you need to know. Yes. One thing too, that I always do that I've always really liked is I light uh, a candle and put it in a safe place at sunset. And then I let it burn all through the night. And I usually have snow available. So I put a bowl of snow out next to the candle. And so in the morning, I have fresh water from the snow and my house smells real nice. Um, But it's a good way to welcome the new fresh year or what's coming forward, I always think. That is is a nice way to do it. Yeah, it's if you want to work with the Celtic side of things, then working with fire is a great option mm-hmm. um so it's a great time to do candle magic which is why it's called yes. candle mass in in christmas in christianity yes. um is because you light all the candles <laughs> makes sense yes so it's yeah working with fire in any way is a great way to celebrate speaking of working with fire the last one i, I have to recommend um is to do cooking magic which i love is, cooking <laughs> yes this is really i do since we are both hard which is we do a lot of kitchen magic, but I would say that Tara does way more than I do. She kind of excels in, in that area and cooking Thanks. in general. <laughs> um, I can't bake though, but cooking I can do. <laughs> and I'm the other way. I can bake, yeah. but cooking, like, meh. I don't eat meat, so I feel like there's just less for me to do in the kitchen. You I know what I mean? Like, yeah, because a lot of the prep stuff is either meat-based or yeah, dairy and eggs and... Yeah, I don't really know how to cook meat. So (laughs) I'm not as great as cooking, but baking, I can totally do. So a good way to celebrate this is to set up a kitchen altar and do some cooking magic. We're going to have way more episodes about this as we get a little further in to tell you like a lot of different ways that you can actually do this. Mm -hmm. But in bulk, have a magical feast. I like it. I this is where I like to incorporate a lot of the herbs and things that you mentioned earlier, because you can do some really cool things. Um, this is also a really good time if you make your own teas to use up any of the old herbs and things that you may have had for the past year, because you're making, you're planting fresh herbs. And this is a good time to try and clean out your stores as it were <laughs> from the <laughs> older stuff. Um, Cause you're gonna have new stuff coming in and it's going to go stale anyway. So. Well, I like that. That's smart. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, that is all I have for celebrating in bulk. Tara, do you have anything to add? Um, not really without getting into the heavily religious aspects of it. I think, um, each person practices in their own way. And this one is very open. Some of the holidays I feel like 
are not more closed, but are more defined. This one is very ambiguous because it varies so much when it occurs for people. Like for you and I, we really can't go out and plant things outside. Um, A nature walk last year, it was 50 below here and snowing on this day. So like (laughs) it's just uh, varies, uh, I think, a lot. This one more than most of the holidays just because of the un... You don't know what it's going to be like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I agree. And this one is really, not that they're not all celebrated, but this is widely celebrated throughout different cultures and traditions um, more than some of the other ones. Yes. So there are so many different things that you can do. Like we even mentioned with um, the deities and the colors that you can wear you can either go totally like new beginnings and white and pastels mm-hmm. or you can go completely the other way and work with the fire energies to like opposite ends of the spectrum and not all of the other holidays are like that yes very very correct that's kind of what I was trying to get to like a lot of the other holidays because they're more based in a particular tradition they have particular colors and particular herbs and particular where this one is kind of like here's everything yes <laughs> Not that there's so, anything wrong with that, but it's just a different holiday. Yes. So there really is no wrong way to celebrate any of this. You always need right. to just do what speaks to you, what works for you. We are just giving you examples, but yeah. take them or leave them. <laughs> take what you want, leave what you don't. <laughs> exactly. So before we end this episode, we also wanted to talk to you about the idea of holiday boxes. <laughs> Because it's something that we would like to offer sometime soon. We've been talking about it. There are a lot of different subscription boxes out there, which is something that Tara really loves. She is. I do. Love, 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 love. She's a Libra. We'll discuss this. I (laughs) love the things. Libras (laughs) love subscription boxes. Yes, they do. Um, So we thought that it would be incredibly useful, but also fun to offer eight boxes in a year, one to correspond to each holiday. And we would package up the things that you could use in your practice that are specifically related to the magical energies of the upcoming holiday and ship that out to you the month before. So it would include things like crystals, candles, oils, incense, books, teas, bath salts, herbs. Like there's a lot of things. There's all the things. All of the things that we like talked about. Um, So we decided that if we can get the interest about, about 20 to 25 people to start with, then we would start offering those yep and I think it would be a lot of fun I think it'd be fun for anybody but especially for new witches that don't have a lot of supplies like it would be very convenient to get everything related to the sabbats delivered to your door yes without having to go hunt and pick that was really hard for me in Iowa when I first got started was finding things yes it's a lot easier now but in the (laughs) beginning it was very difficult yes so if that is something that you would be interested, please let us know either on Instagram, we will have a poll uh, through our email or by leaving us a voicemail, which if you listen to the end of the episode, we'll explain how to do that. Yeah. But yes, we are, we're going to keep on mentioning that until we hit <laughs> enough people. So like 20 to 25. So yes, if that's something you would consider signing up for, please let us know. Yes. And that is all we have for you on this episode five, all about Imbolc. So we will see you next week. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.